0: Welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and Game Master. This week, we're continuing our Hammer of the Earth adventure. Before we get to the show, I want to remind everyone that currently, the Audioverse Awards are open for voting. Several One-Shot Network shows have been nominated, including Campaign Skyjacks, Skyjacks Courier's Call, A Horror Borealis, and The Broadswords. But it's not just us. We've been nominated alongside other great shows, including shows from the Rusty Quill Network, who happen to be guesting on this episode. So, if you've got some time, please head to audioverseawards.net and click on the final voting section. Be sure to rank your favorite one-shot shows at number one, and also throw some love to our friends from other networks. Now, with all of that out of the way, let's get to the show.
1: Arjun returns. Uh, ah, well done. Um, uh, did it. I believe I, I believe I have found us uh, a root back. Um, he then opens a one of his pouches uh, and pulls out a couple of swaths of cloth uh, uh, and hands them to each person. Uh, put this around your face. Uh, the pollen is going to get quite thick. We don't want to risk any... <clears throat> any of the stories coming true let's say yeah uh, I won't be able to see <sighs> not your eyes uh.
2: yeah but what if the pollen gets in my eyes
1: <sighs> we have no evidence to suggest that there is internalization through the mucous membranes of the eyes uh. it's
2: just that your eyes are wet and these things I mean I just you know. trust me
1: I have studied this
2: yeah. Okay. Your mouth and nose will be
1: sufficient, uh, and it will keep us going for longer.
2: Okay.
3: Titanium immediately snatches the rag, ties it around his uh, <laughs> face, and says, "Um, is it better if I double up? C- can I have another one?"
1: <laughs> I will hold off on uh, on any of the spares, just in case we lose or any of these become damaged. Okay, but is it better to Our wear supplies more? Supplies are limited. No. Okay. With uh, the efficacy of a single covering. Uh, Arjun okay. lies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, there, there's, there's actually no, none of the others can actually tell that Arjun's one is
3: actually a double <laughs> cover. <laughs> Those ruiners.
2: So uh, we 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 good. We uh, we okay to go? Because uh, I'll be
1: honest, yes, we've been I believe so.
2: We've been hanging here a little bit too long.
1: No, let's get on the bikes and let us go.
0: Yeah, we we get uh, like a quick series of smash cuts of shaky hands tying off these masks around the group as they are like uh, readying their bikes. And then there is a moment where in the distance you hear like kind of a whistling whip and then a sudden crash and grind as the sled is violently ripped away from Mm -hmm. your position. I am going to say. Let me just pull out my D4 here. Yeah, it looks like titanium. Titanium, I need to see how quickly you can duck or whether or not you get injured.
3: <laughs> Great. Okay. So I get to choose the stats. So I'm actually going to use materia to save my body for later. And so with materia, I can manipulate age <laughs> technology and As it were. the built world. As this thing is coming towards me, using the end of my sledgehammer, I throw up some of the, the wreckage from the pulled out clasps from the bikes, throw it up in front of myself and use it to brace and um, angle it so that the it skims off of me and I don't take a direct hit.
0: Oh, I love it. Roll it up.
3: That is off the table. Uh, That's a five.
0: Yes. Close. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, like, I I think with that, you are just moving very quickly. There is a lot of instinct and reflex that goes into this. There is a very clear reason why Titanium Stack is respected (laughs) as someone who is forged out of the model for a hammer why he carries that massive two-handed sledge that he does. That object is an object that is revered within his car, because that object is passed down between some of the greatest outriders that ever lived. They have each added like a bit of customization to that hammer itself, and in the smooth movement of raising that bit of fragment in time for the sled to grind over and Send sparking metal showering out around you, but somehow not injuring you. Everyone can see how Titanium Stack came to have his reputation without ever having left the train before.
2: You know that sledgehammer can break, right? Uh,
3: well, it hasn't yet, and it won't. <laughs>
2: Just saying, be careful.
3: <clears throat> uh, right? Yes. I'm
1: sure that. I'm sure that Titanium knows how to use his tools appropriately.
2: I know, I'm just saying, (laughs) you
1: know. Arjun shoots
2: Dead Piston a look. um." (laughs) Dead Piston is not paying attention.
4: (laughs) Blaze just lightly (laughs) kicks him.
1: Ow. (laughs) Okay, okay. Uh, Anyway, onwards. We have a route. We have a destination. Let's see if we can get this job done.
0: We can see, like, rip cords being pulled as, like, fuel sources are stoked to life. And I think there are areas, like, there's the seat, but I really like the idea of, you know, that that bomb between the legs feeling. I think there are areas uh, of these bikes that simply get red hot. And you have to be very careful and precise about how you sit to not horribly burn yourself. I think there is a common medical malady is rider's rash, which is just outriders <laughs> come back Ooh. with like horrible burns between their legs. I love the
2: idea of like rider's rash as like a euphemism for like second degree burns. <laughs>
4: Yet another reason why outriders tend not to have kids. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, th- there's got to be a point where like you enlist as an outrider and you enjoy like this brief bit of, of fame where everybody's like, ooh, let's cozy up to the outrider. And like after you come back from your first mission, it's very likely that you're not doing any reproductive activities that are <laughs> fruitful in any way
3: there is a recruitment poster outriders have your kids before you cook your junk
0: <laughs> 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 the, the propaganda arm of like the hammers is not as robust or refined as some of the others they, they were trying to try something out you just know. saying stuff <laughs> uh. it's helpful reminders <laughs> But, like, these bikes spark to life, and, like, that silence that was filling the air, especially as the hammer started navigating away, like, it is striking to you how quickly you reached a point where you could barely hear the powerful thundering of the hammer that comforted you, and how the pollen in the air made things silent and still so quickly. For people, especially people like Titanium Stack, who have grown really accustomed to the comfort of the hammer enveloping them at all times, like this silence is terrifying, and the thunder of these smaller engines driving it away kind of restores a comforting order to the world as you are once more on top of a machine that can grind and peel away some of the threat of the ruin. However, You are also tremendously off course. And one of the reasons your group was entrusted with these bikes is you were supposed to be traveling down an ancient rail track, which means there would be less vegetation. But Mm -hmm. now you're in an area that is thick with vegetation. So I am going to need someone to take on the role as, like, a, a pathfinder to lead the group through this vegetation and not delay you. Uh, I
2: think probably Dead Piston is going to be out in front. Not deliberately. <laughs> <laughs> they are significantly lighter than everyone else and probably quite keen to get underway. Uh, so they're just, like, they are... Impatient. In, yeah, they're impatient. They're, they're just, like... They, they've probably... Sort of zoomed away as everyone else is still pulling their rip cords <laughs> on the uh, on the chainsaw cow yes. <laughs> So yeah, uh, uh, definitely going up front.
1: Yeah, Arjun seeing him uh, tear away just makes a quick note. Uh, excellent, excellent ingenuity or <laughs> uh, excellent verve <laughs> uh, in his notepad. puts it
0: away and starts up his bike. Uh, then let's get a roll from dead to uh, see how their pathfinding goes
2: i'm probably going to roll on materia just trying to keep the uh, make sure the bikes working properly because uh, as far as as far as as far as dead piston is concerned as long as it is going forward that is fine <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're going forward in the way that
2: has been pointed out to well, you well no 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 gonna... like <laughs> on the direction like you point out a direction yeah. and as far as dead piston yeah. is concerned forward that direction doesn't really care about keeping an eye out for anything. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> That's hey. a five,
2: so we're okay. All right. And I'll make a note under yeah. material. So, so
0: you blaze a pretty good trail. You know, thankfully, like it actually does take some of the skills of a hammer to keep this particular device like moving in a situation where it really has to work. Somebody familiar with like the working of the machine, even being like kind of lax and lazy, like there are things that just are natural to hammers and the way they see the world. Uh, And, you know, being kind of a clever person who maneuvers around, you still know your way around machines. So you avoid some of the pitfalls. Your gears don't get stuck. Your bike keeps moving and it creates a trail that everyone else can follow. I want to, like, zoom back from Dead, who is at the front of this procession, to let's, you know, I, I, I would like Arjun in this situation. Arjun... You are keeping your eyes open because you know very specifically why this area was avoided. There is a reason, I think, that you have decided to go on this last Outrider mission, and it is the thing that kind of delayed everyone else or or caught up the other outriders, this is a very last ditch area. You were not planning on the hammer being in this part of the world when you were running low on fuel, but very recently, like you had to crash through a particularly dense collection of brush as you entered this loop, which really used up a lot of fuel. This area has dangers that the train doesn't understand. Specifically, uh, the ruiners don't understand very well. And you want to see them. So I would like for you to to roll something to look out uh, for this kind of unknown danger and use your knowledge and skills to identify something that maybe other people wouldn't notice sure Um, so
2: while rocketing along on a motorbike Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: yeah Arjun has spent time looking at the various texts because even some of the ones that are are not generally known to a lot of the runers as an outrider he has had to have access to certain more hidden texts uh, and these do hint at certain things but while he is riding along he is just going to extend his senses and while thinking on on what he has learned and everything he has think, and I'm going to use spirit to, to just open my senses to weird phenomena and that kind of like thrill of a new discovery.
0: I kind of like the idea that this is something that we can combine with one of those vials on your bandolier. There's probably a Ooh, substance yes, you can actually, take in to like attune your yeah. senses to the vegetation. He, Hold uh, on,
2: he is he quickly anal. He run. Yeah. Is is Argent just taking hallucinogens on a motorbike? <laughs> no, because it he sounds taking... like Argent's taking no. hallucinogens on a motorbike to open their senses. <laughs> He's
1: taking restorative and analytical uh, um, boosts. Um, uh, so he quickly fingers down uh, the uh, the vials, picks the third one out from uh, his. Topmost bandolier, flips the lid, swigs it, and just like his eyes go wide, and there's a faint ring of green uh, that that goes around the iris uh, as his senses expand slightly. Oh, uh, yeah, this all roast. seems above board. <laughs> just to be yeah.
2: clear, James, can we just confirm that it is the official policy of the One Shot Podcast that taking drugs and riding motorbikes? uh at the same time is thumbs up oh yeah uh
0: definitely for sure we are hugely in favor of that uh we recommend that whatever you hear on the podcast you sort of try to replicate at home
1: uh you know (laughs) yeah no please try this at home (laughs) that is a four so i am fine excellent Um. For a given ve- for a given value of fine,
0: <laughs> so you look around, um, and I, I kind of think what this opens up. It, it sort of channels an openness between your senses and the way the ruin, the the plants and animals that are caught within it communicate with each other. Because like the ruin is one large system that works together, as as we said, like the animal forms that exist within the ruin grow intermingled with the plants and like the the plant form uses those animals to prune itself and whatnot. So there is some sort of chemical communication in a way similar to like ants or termites or bees would be communicating Mm -hmm. with each other to aid the colony. You get added as a receptor to this chain of communication and you can feel movement around the group. There is some sort of intermingled animal that is working to keep pace with your group and actually working to encircle you in a way. They haven't like closed the loop yet, but you can tell that the Mm. system is poised to strike.
1: Right, so in doing so, And sensing that the loop, uh, that the circle has not yet been closed, uh, Arjun, like, takes a deep inhalation uh, through the mask uh, um, uh, to just get a very, to get a slightly clearer picture. Opens his eyes uh, and barks to the rest of the group. Turn 30 degrees northwest, up, straight and a bit left. Um, What?! Go, gun it,
2: everyone, what? now! Yeah, I like... I can't... The engine's very
0: loud! Mm, you only get a fragment <laughs> of that. I, I would like a roll from from Arjun to communicate effectively.
1: Sure. I will roll spirit again, because this is social yes. interaction. Uh, yes. <laughs> so I am rolling two dice. I was thinking so. body
2: for just lung capacity.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> that is a five, and it's a one.
2: Ah, okay! Awesome. Sorry, what? I can't. Oh, I'll just keep going. We have got the direction. I'll just keep going. And uh, yeah, dead piston guns it even faster forward.
1: Arjun has to basically gun and try and maneuver him in order to to not be beset. He knows he's got he he's not going to get through to dead in a straightforward manner. So he basically has to gun his bike to come round the outside of dead piston and basically. Start to veer him towards the uh, actual dead piston. Gap.
2: Assumes that uh, assumes that this is a race uh, and <laughs> accelerates. And it, yeah, it's going to take about an <laughs> <It's> a, hour.
1: <laughs> for a, yeah, you to communicate. Like, that. No, we need to go that way. And like he's
0: gesturing as. as- <laughs> yeah, like, uh, you were you, you you frantically trying to communicate as dead pissing goes, uh, you know, all right, and, like, starts on, revving dude. up to take off. At this point, emerging from the, like, vines and, and knots and groves around you, you can see the forest kind of peeling itself away, and this vision of, like, these sort of mossy buffalo that are like running with insect legs uh like chugging along keeping pace and closing in on your bikes. uh start to emerge through and start running alongside you their backs are slicked with these complicated and and sharp brightly colorful uh plants and flowers that leave behind them a kind of starry and twinkling bioluminescent moss that is like the opposite of the thick dark smoke that comes off of the engines of your bikes. It it sparkles in the darkness. And lights up around you as these beings like close in and try to jostle against and ram against your bikes. I would like everyone to roll in order to stay on your bike. And please describe to me what what stat you are using to do that.
1: Can I just uh, mention one thing here? Just for your purposes. I have entomophobia, so I would appreciate it if none of the creatures are spiders, moths, or like flying insects okay. that would just be appreciated and, uh,
0: to you. to get my understanding i i want to know is it should i just avoid insects altogether because i i can definitely do that
1: insect-like feature are fine it's mainly like spiders and flying bugs that I have an issue you know with,
0: uh, like I, I can peel away from insects we we, we don't need yeah. an association with that and uh, because we didn't do it up top and like definitely there are some horror elements that are getting folded into this game are there any other lines and veils that we would like to establish right now before things go on any important visuals that we would like to avoid uh, nothing really from me like yeah I, I can't
2: think of anything that you that you'd want to include that I'm, I'm not comfortable
4: okay yeah I don't like to see animals getting too hurt.
0: Okay.
3: Okay.
4: Like, monster stuff is fine, but like fighting puppies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So, we, 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 I think we can avoid fighting puppies. That, that's <laughs> something that I'm chill with. And, you know, like, we can take back. So, these kind of mossy buffaloes, and they are mm. running with legs that look like they're constructed out of roots. There are just like these hundreds of kind of rolling and roving collections of roots that move across the ground and like kind of even intermingle with it. They begin to to wrestle against and, and jockey with the bikes. So I would like a roll from each of you to tell me how you are trying to stay on the bike.
4: Okay, So Blaze is just gonna be gripping on with their thighs intensely tightly uh, so that's gonna be a body roll
1: pretty much same for Arjun is literally just trying to maneuver his
3: way through vines and such as deftly as he can so a body roll from me as well to I think it's gonna have to be a body from me as well just yeah gripping uh, gripping as tightly as possible and occasionally jostling back because I will be not be pushed round <laughs> by vegetable buffalo
0: yeah you you are <laughs> a hammer <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: Um, I did not roll a one.
0: Excellent.
2: Dead Piston is already out in front, so, like, his only challenge is not getting super freaked out. So just gonna roll spirit to try and just ignore them and keep going forward.
0: Yeah, I like this. Maybe even the spirit kind of represents your exuberance for the idea of the race. Because you think you're racing right now, you haven't even looked back. You don't even know this is a problem yet.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, all you think is Arjun has been trying to race you. Yeah.
0: Excellent. So everyone manages to stay on their bikes as, as you look at these creatures. The closer they get, uh, the more clearly this is kind of wadded collections of flesh that have roots that are intertwined with it. If there was an animal here, it hasn't been here for a long time it's almost like a very careful and loving surgery was done to this living thing to lift the meat off of the bones that it was home to and replace that with root using like the, you know, these roots like are intermingled. I, I imagine they are getting nutrients from the flesh and using that flesh to their advantage and like how this thing moves and operates so now that you have like a, a better idea of what's going on I want to know uh who has an idea for how they are going to actually get rid of these things. Dead Piston hasn't noticed them still. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have an idea but I will defer to to Blaze and first. I
4: want to hear your idea.
1: So this is, as, as we said, this is Arjun's first rodeo uh, in in this respect. And in in one of his pouches, he has prepared for something like this, and uh, has a glass v- has a couple of glass vials that are effectively an exfoliant bomb, uh, <coughs> and that is designed to take out large masses of plant matter. Having worked on weed killer in in the lab, he's kind of scaled it up a bit uh, but he doesn't have very many of these and was not hoping not to use one so yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I love that like let's say you've just got three of these so're you're, you're like yeah
1: okay I will mark that off
0: yeah kind of like hesitantly fingering it and like looking around to blaze and titanium as it's become very clear that dead is, is not even the least bit concerned about this situation. Like (laughs) you look around to them kind of hoping one of you must have some idea for how to deal (laughs) with this, but whether it is fear or nerves or just there isn't a way to deal with this because this is kind of a new threat that they're encountering you slowly come to the realization that yeah. I do have to use this and I have to use it now
1: yeah I realized like in order to in order to save my group and my friends uh, they don't have experience with the organic in the same way that I do uh, so he, he reaches into the pouch uh, hefts it. Uh, while trying to keep a grip on his on his bike, and literally just looks behind, looks forward, throws the bomb, throws a vial over his shoulder into the densest mass uh, they can see closing in behind him, uh, and then pushes forward on the throttle and tries to yell out to his friends as well, just head that way! As there's this massive explosion of noxious force. Uh, (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like I, I have to imagine it explodes out from this point in a rolling cloud that just extends out in a circle. And like, Mm -hmm. there's like at the beginning, you're shouting above these engines, like head that. And the word way gets swallowed up by this thick cloud that momentarily like eclipses everyone's vision. You, Arjun was definitely expecting this, but I think dead titanium and blaze are sort of caught off guard by, like, very temporarily your your vision is obscured. I want a role for you to, like, keep on track there.
3: I think that's spirit for me, to just actually keep on track and just hold my nerve.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: I think the same.
2: That is
3: a
4: oh no.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was going to go with uh, mind. Uh, just, like, I, I'm not expecting it so it's like figuring out what's going mm-hmm. on uh, and that's another one oh.
3: so we have, Was that a, a one from you as well Sash? Yep. Oh no
0: Alright so you have at this point before any of these ones are registered 14 hours left on that clock you can make the decision if you would like to, to use an option now but you are also free to just take this penalty heroes it's james your game master and welcome to the midroll. heroes i certainly hope you're enjoying this adventure with hammer of the earth because you can pick it up along with 39 other great micro rpgs in the ultimate micro rpg book an anthology of micro role-playing games edited by me. I am so proud of so many of the designs in this book, and I really think no matter what your tastes in games are, you're going to find a handful of games in this book that you will love. So please head over to bit.ly slash ultimate micro RPG and pre-order yourself a copy today. As long as COVID doesn't throw us any more unexpected surprises, those books should be shipping out in December. It makes the perfect holiday gift for the Epicurean gamer you don't know how to shop for. And while you're at it, you can pick up one of my other books, or one of the books published by our friends over at the System Mastery Podcast. They wrote A Dragon Walks Into a Bar, a book of, I kid you not, RPG-themed jokes that are pretty good, and their newest book, Dungeon Meister. 75 RPG cocktail recipes, everything you need to get yourself through these trying times. You'll be able to find all of them in the Ultimate RPG Guide series, published by Adams Media, an imprint of Simon & Schuster. Before we get back to the episode, I want to remind everyone that we are currently working to make Georgia twice as nice. One Shot is trying to raise $6,969 to flip two of Georgia's Senate seats, which have gone to a runoff election. Blue. If we manage to get those seats, then it'll be a lot easier to get legislation through Congress, as the Republican Senate has historically ruled through obstruction. But thankfully, with your support for Fair Fight Action, we have a chance to turn things the other way. Just head to actblue.com/donate/ga69 and make whatever donation you can to help this effort. If we manage to hit our goal before January, we're going to add a brand new song to the Captain's edition of Sky Jack's Call of the Sky, at no additional cost. So once again, head to actblue.com donate GA69. Finally, thanks to everyone who supports us on Patreon, we would not be able to make this show without you. I am especially grateful as your Patreon donations have helped pay for our guest editor, Tracy Barnett, And without Tracy's help, I would not have been able to finish my new book on time. Now, with all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show.
2: I think I am going to use one of my options. And what would... uh, I think Dead Piston is is just going to like break completely because mm. they're like rather than like their first instinct is to veer wildly to try and escape it but instead they're going to just absolutely break and just wait for this thing to roll over them. Cool. We roll that one five okay that's, mm-hmm. that's alright. Excellent. Well.
0: Excellent. And Sasha are you taking an option or?
4: Yeah I think I think since Johnny's used one of his options to keep us on track <laughs> I'm probably going to do the same so i think that what blaze is gonna do is probably just reach down that like it was a spirit roll. so i feel like there's like you're on a motorbike you're freaking out you just like close your eyes and picture the giant orange glow of the the hearth engine fire um but of course you've closed your eyes and you're on a motorbike so you kind (laughs) of like end up kind of crashing into one of these things just enough that it sends you you bounce off each other and sends blaze actually kind of a bit more on course just like jolts with a rush of adrenaline. Yeah. Okay, 6.
0: All right, radical. Yeah. I think I think you sort of jostle into one of these things, maybe a bit of it gets spun up in the the cow catcher and all of a sudden there is blood that is intermixing with like this plant vegetation and whatnot so it splatters and splashes and and hits some of the red hot parts of the bike so there is like this kind of steam that is like shooting up and smoke that is shooting up that like maybe even makes your mouth water a little bit because uh, you know (laughs) on the train there are only biscuits but you have been an outrider (laughs) who's done you know more than one of these so you know that sometimes as you are out in the world outside the train you get to eat meat which is a very very rare sort of delicacy
2: yeah well the line between meat and vegetable is uh, (laughs) a lot a lot more perforated these days Uh, that (laughs) is true Um, (laughs) but it,
0: it we become very starkly aware of it as this sort of fog rolls out the vegetation kind of instantly dries up and, and turns into like a black husk that is very brittle and fat fragile like some of it like just melts away in, in piles of ash when it's touched and the rest of it just sort of like twigs up and crunches and there is a huge circle around you that that has been made with this that kind of crashes into the edge of the ancient track, which you can see just in front of you. These creatures that were sort of running alongside you, you can see the twigs inside them that had been making this flesh move have dried up as well, and they sort of fall apart into just this pile of meat and flesh that like is still weakly and slowly like moving up and down and pulsing as it starts to die (laughs) being robbed of its skeleton but you are kind of free from that danger and the track itself is in front of you from here because the vegetation has receded somewhat you can see more of the world around you. In the not too far distance you can see the ruined spire the knotted collection of vines and trunks that overlooks most of the ruined world in in this particular region. Anywhere you can see now that you can see above the vegetation line the spire is glaring at you in some way. You can also see far along the ancient track you can see along the ancient track to a, pe- a point where there used to be a man-made bridge and in its stead there is an undulating collection of vines that almost looks like it is rising and falling with breath so you can tell that in front of you there is a section of the ancient rail that will probably move. What do you do about it?
2: So, do we so so do we need to cross the river to get where we're going?
0: Uh yes. Like unless you want to drive very far off the track or out of your way, like you are going to have to like chance crossing this particular bridged section. I think like these bridges are things that y'all know about. Like this is a known threat of the world. You know, they can make themselves rise to like crash. They're basically like camouflage traps for for human beings. You probably have something to deal with them, but it's always a risk because like you could get it wrong too.
4: So I think that Blaze has a taser. <laughs> and I would like I would like to see the effect of a taser on these bridges. Yes. Would
2: it like make it go like oh. rigid and stop it from like the way that electricity locks up your muscles? Yeah,
4: exactly.
0: I, I think that's what it is. And I think these need to be shot with a taser in precise locations to make them lock together. You're, you're essentially keeping those couplings tight. So when the bridge tries to raise up, it can't and you have enough time to rove over it. So I think this is going to call for Blaze and one other person to like drive ahead, shoot the bridge in the precise locations so that everyone can cross safely. Mm-hmm.
3: I'm not going anywhere Tony, near that you thing. Were, uh, no, I'm not going anywhere. No, I mean, no. no, I don't. I'm not going anywhere no near mean, that. Absolutely
2: not. I mean, no. we're gonna have to go over it. I...
4: Come on, we lad! Are. This is what being an outrider is all about.
2: Oh, um. Okay. Right. Um. Well, <laughs> real chance to be a hero, isn't it? <laughs> sure it is, isn't it,
3: Dad? Or... Sure, Blaze. If you think I could do it, I-, I can do it. Let Let's yeah, let- let's go.
4: Oh, I have total faith in you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, this is definitely a spirit roll for me. Mm-hmm.
4: probably going to use Potentia, since it's about the energy. Oh,
3: it's a five and a three. <gasps> no! Blaze
4: <titanium. laughs> no, no! Your rolls are so bad!
1: I was about to say, Arjun says, Blaze and Titanium, I believe in you. <laughs> um,
4: but... <laughs> oh, oh, I used one of my options already.
3: How many ones did he roll?
4: Just the one. Oh, it's just the one hour. Just the just the one hour. Just the one one actually. Oh, I really feel like I should keep my other one. You do have we fourteen hours hour.
0: left, so yeah.
4: we can lose an hour. We got loads of hours. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So what I think happens is, you know, we we are following Blaze and Titanium as they pull away from the procession and move towards this. uh, Titanium has this moment where they're really trying to like steady themselves and aim properly at this point of the bridge. And once again, like instinct takes over and firing out, you've got this like cable that zips out. It is still attached to your bike. It sticks into the vegetation. Once that is out, like you flip a switch activating like the electricity which like pulses and and makes those couplings stay firm together i want to know for blaze who's probably done this before why does it go wrong
4: i think blaze is just so proud to be seeing what they have decided is their protege you know really getting stuck in to outriding and the energy, electricity stuff about outriding specifically, they're just completely distracted, like more bothered about being like a good supportive mentor outwardly than they are about actually doing a good
0: job. Oh gosh, I think there is a thing that you say to affirm Titanium's shot or something that the person who kind of mentored you said to you a long time ago before they died like (laughs) there's maybe this like idea of like a protege heroic cycle or whatever and you realize that you've maybe stumbled onto the wrong end of it (laughs) accidentally Mm -hmm.
4: yeah I like the idea it's like I believe in you you've got a good energy and then as Mm -hmm. I say like you've got a good energy there's just this tear that -hmm. just gets in my eye and throws me all off and I just tase exactly the wrong bit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and that causes like half of the bridge to rip up. And like there is a huge like lurching and rippling and you can hear now kind of like the coursing rush uh, of the river below. It is just a frothing, bubbling mess. It looks like if you are going to cross this bridge, some time is going to need to be taken in order to either wait for the bridge trap to reset itself and like kind of painstakingly engineer it properly or for your group to navigate around this river crossing and you know navigating away from the ancient track what do you decide to do
4: i think my vote would be for waiting safely and patiently
1: yes we don't know quite how far we will have to go out of our route my maps don't my i can't remember exactly how far this river course
2: runs from the map. But would, uh, hey, Arjun, what's up with your eyes? <clears throat> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> your eyes, they're all green. <laughs> like they got plants in <clears> them. <throat> no. You said they couldn't and... get in the eyes.
4: <clears throat>
3: wait, wait, the plants have got out of Arjun? No. Don't be
1: silly. Oh, I've heard of and, this happening. Uh, and Arjun actually pulls out a small mirror. Because he doesn't actually know, like he doesn't actually know that this is something that happens uh, when you take when you take this. Because uh, no one has, because whenever he's done it before, no one has ever pointed it out. Dead is the first person to actually do so. So he takes out a small mirror or like small reflective surface. Well, Are you, going oh, you go and ruin us, do You go ruin us. No, no, calm down.
4: Outrider spore—they call it.
1: That is a myth, though. That is an absolute myth, Blazer, and I would please ask that you don't repeat it. Uh, this is just a little bit of a setback from something I drank. Uh, you, uh, and he pulls out his notebook and stops furiously writing. Uh, okay. Um, snaps it close, puts it there. We just need to... I'm sure it will dissipate. Uh, it's just a bad reaction. Uh,
2: Maybe we just need happen, to now. not be drinking things to put plants in our eyes. Just thinking. <coughs> you know, just Just thinking it's just a little bit of a green coloring that's all uh, no one's
1: saying anything about plants okay and I kindly ask that yeah you know, we're friends here we just keep this amongst ourselves we're colleagues yes um <clears throat> and he, he gets a scribbling again and uh yeah waiting for the for the bridge to All
2: right, so (laughs) if
0: we are waiting for the bridge... Just wanted to make the hours delay a bit tense. Yeah. (laughs) If we're waiting for this bridge to reset, I need two of you to volunteer to make body rolls, because right now the thing that is keeping the vines from like creeping in and the more dangerous plant life from moving in on you are the rumbling of the ancient tracks right now the hammer is running a circle around this area this network of ancient track and those vibrations are keeping it away but with the hammer being so far away you will need to manually vibrate those tracks by swinging hammers and keeping them reverberating while you wait for the bridge to reset.
3: Okay, okay, fine. This looks like a job for the hammerers, dead.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: It's our duty. Looks like a job for the greatest (laughs) hammerer
2: that ever lived, inheritor of the sledge and me. (laughs) Well, you've you've got your hammer, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. That's a three. Yeah, of course I got my hammer. It's uh, strapped to the bike back there. Uh, oh, yeah, it is actually. <laughs> Who'd have thought? <laughs> um, so yeah. That's okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I rolled, uh, I, I rolled a single one. So we are delayed by an hour. Still, again.
0: Yes. Can um, <laughs> you down oh, to twelve?
3: Oh, I'm up to four dice of body now. Uh, I'm going to save my option, because if I'm up to four dice on body, this could get much worse.
2: Yeah, Stop using your body. Um, <laughs> but it's so
1: good. Can I just ask a quick yes. mechanics question here, Ben? Because I don't... i Maybe you've forgotten from when we discussed this mm-hmm. previously. When you say that, like, when you roll a one, the Outrider gets drained does this have a mechanical thing in the sense of we have to rest at some point uh? no
3: so it's 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 a it's a flavor thing to justify the mechanic of more dice because you're not rolling to succeed you're rolling to not fail it just becomes more likely that you okay that's yeah i think we discussed that but i'm just it's it's only flavor just to be like here's why you're adding a dice you know
0: Mm -hmm. was dead all right in in their role yeah absolutely fine okay
3: Well, I I do like the idea, um, now that Annal sort of mentioned it, is that uh, because I'm all like, ah, it's the duty of the hammers, I just go completely ham in the first five minutes with the sledgehammer and just completely tucker myself out.
4: (laughs) Putting the ham in hammer.
2: (laughs) Sorry, Ted's just over there being
0: like...
4: Ting, 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 ting.
3: You all right there, Tidy? Ting, it, it, it
0: might al- almost be like prayerful meditation to, to do this work, swinging this hammer. So you take to it very well, and you do do it very vigorously, and it tires you out, which, you know, is why you're marking body. But the reason you're delayed by an hour is is the vibrations disrupt the plant life and what you're currently waiting for is the plant life on this bridge to reset. (laughs) Oh no. Harmonic resonance. That vigorous (laughs) hammering just makes it take, instead of the one hour, it is two hours. I'm Um, just too good at my job. Harmonic interference.
3: (laughs) Not resonance.
0: (laughs) Meanwhile, we'll cut to Arjun and Blaze who... I'm going to give just you two the opportunity to rest if you would like, because these two are laboring away. The alternative is you could decide to take actions that might prevent larger dangers that are maybe immediately beyond the bridge for your group.
4: I think I would like to do something that is going to shore us up for later. Looking at the bikes, there may be a way that I can make them less explosive. Ooh.
0: Or <laughs> more explosive in the right direction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> why?
4: Good point. Why? I love to explode. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably like to just tinker with them, make them a little bit. Oh, no, I tell you what, I wonder if I can make them go faster. Yeah. More explosive.
2: Now you Ooh, have my, my attention.
0: <laughs> yeah, there, there's some sweetness. You, you can enrich the fuel in their tanks it might cause a little bit of wear and tear on the engine but right now with time being of the essence that's probably a worthy sacrifice to make
1: arjun Singh blaze tinkering with the bikes realizes that um <clears throat> uh this is also probably a good idea to see what, to, to lend his expertise in this direction so what he does is he decides that he's going to treat the wheels of each of the bikes with a new additive oh, uh, yeah. that, will make <laughs> that will make them... Because we're now venturing into older areas, there's a lot of, like, the, the forested ground and the ruined the plants. As they decay, they have become more mushy, especially near the riverbanks. And so we need more traction... So, he's got an additive to make the wheels grip a little bit more. But it probably is slightly at the expense of the mm-hmm. wheels. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, he goes about and tries to use this, some liquid to treat that. Shall I do a, mat- uh, a Naturia roll for you? I
0: think um, so, yeah.
1: Since I haven't rolled it yet,
0: uh, that is a four. Excellent. Cool. And, Sasha, how, what, is, what is Blaze using?
4: Mind because they haven't rolled that, they haven't used that mm. before, and probably mm. have one. No, oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Uh, I'm uh, we use... get in
0: each other's way. <laughs> I think kind of what is playing here, unless you want to use your option.
4: I was thinking of it. I was thinking of it.
0: So here's. No, it's fine. We can just we can just be this
2: side of the river for the rest of <laughs> for, for the rest of the adventure.
0: Here's what I, I, I where I think you're at, Blaze. It has been pointed out to you that you know your companion's eyes are ringed with green, and you know we keep coming back to the myth of the spored outrider, which is there were some historical records that were uncovered a bit ago that talked about an outrider returning to the train and being a vessel for spores of this like ruin and it caused a big problem but there's only one record of it and the ruiners really haven't been able to verify it there's a theory that it was actually fiction that was written To, you know, frighten children or something and not actually historical record because they've had to be purged and rewritten so many times. The assumption is if this were a real thing, A, we would be able to find evidence of it now and B, we'd have better records of it. But, you know, you are an outrider and have been an outrider for a long period of time. I think you are the most experienced in this group. So, When you are an outrider, you get to telling stories and you get to seeing things that most people don't see and most people don't want to think about. And you look at your companion with the green ring eyes and you think about what they are doing to the tires on the bike. And you have to come to a decision. Do you trust your companion and what he says about the science of this situation Or do you trust your gut? This episode of One Shot uses music provided by Scott Buckley, provided under a Creative Commons International 4.0 license. Tracks used are Emergent, Signal to Noise, Resonance, Helios, Catalyst, Beautiful Oblivion, Omega, Emergent. Pursuit and parasite. This episode of One Shot was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find more of their work anywhere online at the Other Tracy. Well heroes, that’s it for one shot this week, but don’t worry. We’ll be back next week with more Hammer of the Earth. In the meantime, be sure to check out one of the other great gaming shows on the OneShot Network, like A Horror Borealis. A Horror Borealis is an actual play Monster of the Week podcast set in the 1990s in the fictional town of Revenant, Alaska, just south of the nation's least visited national park and way north of everything else. A reclusive small game hunter with a magical secret, a young anarchist librarian with a passion for conspiracy theory, and a sensible park ranger with a strong local book club following find themselves pulled together by common threads woven mysteriously into their past when monsters begin plaguing their tiny community. But they soon discover the things they're fighting run much deeper and much closer to home. Tune in for a story about identity, empathy, community, mental illness, and healing. And stay for the beloved local diner. You can find a Horror Borealis on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. As always, we end one shot with a call to action. And this week, just like last week, we want you to help us make Georgia twice as nice. Now, you can do that by heading to actblue.com donate GA69, following the link in our show notes, Or, if you have the time, you can volunteer for Fair Fight Action yourself. That way, you can contribute without money by phone banking or text banking and whatever they need to get people registered and to the polls. Thanks, heroes. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show.